Good morning, good morning, bro. Good morning, ladies and gents. This is Johan. It's your boy O. And you're listening to Stay Uncomfortable. The podcast, your favorite podcast, and almost I would say this every week, your favorite podcast. No, I, I really believe that this is already your favorite podcast. And if it's not, I'm sure it will. It better be. I'm sure it will. Yeah. You know, no pressure, but all the pressure. All the pressure. So, um, bro, I ask you this all the time because I want to make it a habit of asking you this. How are you? How has your week been? How has how is life treating you? I'm good. Life is treating life is treating me well right now. Uh, I mean, I do my day my routine for the week. You know, work, gym, um, church when I can, and record. Which is honestly, this is the best part of my week. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, for I, real, I enjoy doing this. Spending time with me is the best part of your week, bro. Yeah, man, yo. Yeah, I heard it here first. You can't see me, but I'm blushing. And yeah, like, you know, it's 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 this, the gym, and then, like, just my free time. I'm not going to say work because nobody really likes to work. Nobody likes to work. I mean, sometimes there are some days where I enjoy it, you know. My job, there's no days I enjoy it. Yeah, your job, no. I wouldn't. But I'm it. grateful for it. Yeah. What about you, man? How's your week been? My week has been uh, kind of hectic, actually. It hasn't been a single day where I know what I'm doing. Every day is like, oh, what are we doing right now? Oh, crap, we got to go there. Because you're packing? Because I'm packing, you that's better, right. You better let your listeners know what you're doing. Yeah, I'm going on vacation next week, so. By the time this drops, it'll probably be already be in a beach A, a weekend, oh, I'll be a weekend, yeah. Uh, and uh, by the way, there might not be a podcast, uh, an episode the week after this. Blame him. So that's my fault. You know, we could have recorded ahead of time, but no, I was too busy doing everything else. So I apologize in advance. But um but yeah, man, this week has been kinda hectic. Uh but thank God I'm alive. Thank God I uh I live to see another day. We really take every day as uh for granted, man. And I wanna stop doing that. Yeah. I get in the habit of taking things for granted, of not seeing of, of only focusing on the big picture. You see how people tell you, Oh, look at the big picture mm-hmm. for perspective to for clarity. I think it's the opposite. I feel like we if we look at the details and start to like appreciate day-by-day things we can appreciate life a little bit more exactly i mean it really is the little things when you wake up like i try to wake up in a in a thing in like a a, a energy of prayer to you know because when you wake up with gratitude it really does make your day feel a lot better yeah and uh here's the thing i feel like waking up isn't the issue for many people i feel like waking up is fine we it's almost like we reset but then Along the day, we encounter so many obstacles, so many annoying people, so many stupid situations that end up ruining our mood. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm I'm just grateful that, you know, as hectic as this week has been, there hasn't been a single moment that's made me, you know, look down and like, damn, what am I doing? It's been a good week emotionally. I put it that way. Good, good. It's been a good week emotionally. I want to I wanna say what I said earlier. Yeah, go ahead. About the... Like, I just want to put it very clear out there, a disclaimer, that this podcast, and we I want, we want you guys to really understand that this podcast is for is for everybody, but our main audience that we're trying to reach is the men who are stuck in a state of mind that they can't get out of and they want to, and, you know, they're in, they're in their relationships and they feel that they have the potential to be better. Right. And, you know, that their wife loves them and they love their wife and they want to be better. And that for some reason they just 
whether it's trauma or just old habits that they they can't. So we're not here trying to big brother anybody. We're not here trying to give you guys, you know, like a parent to child dynamic. No, we are grown men just wanting each other to be better because we want to hold each other accountable each and every day for, you know, the good and then also celebrate. I mean, we want to hold each other accountable for the things that we don't want to do and the things we shouldn't do and then celebrate also the little things that we do do as men that sometimes do go unnoticed, unfortunately. And for all the women that are in our comment section, you know, asking us questions and and all that, we appreciate you guys as well. We see you guys and we know you guys are trying to do your part in saving your marriage or your relationship and we commend you for that. Yeah, and uh, one more thing uh, adding to that. Uh, it has been my mission since... God, I want to say three years ago. Yeah. Any content that I've made, whether it be talking about God, whether it be talking about marriage or anything else, I've always tried to direct the attention towards men. Right. Because women have enough women to tell them, you know, how to act. And mm-hmm. not, I'm not telling, I'm not saying that you need somebody to tell you how to act. Okay. Yeah. What, I, what I'm saying is you have enough positive role models. You have a lot of negative ones. You have a lot of influences. Exactly. You have a lot of positive role models too, though. Um, me, however, I've 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 seen a lot of um, inconsistencies when it comes to male role models. Right. I've seen the ones who are you know telling men the good things are kind of soft. They, right. They're, they're not. They don't have any authority, and the ones who do have authority are telling men all the wrong things. So, I am. I, I will die on the hill that if men get their crap together, society will be a much better place as a whole. Yeah. And so so the reason why we want to talk to men to be better husbands, to be better, you know, providers, to be better uh just men even if you're single. Yeah, and better sons, exactly. Better to respect yourself. Uh I, I the reason I talk to you directly is because Unfortunately, you have been sold the lie that being whatever you want to be, having your masculinity unchecked, not knowing or not having any ambition is a good thing. And I don't believe in that. You have too much of a valuable brain in between your ears for you to be living this life uh, not really caring about how things happen, not really caring about how you present yourself, not caring about how other people see you. A lot of people might say, oh, why should I care about how other people see me? You should. There's a certain there's a certain way that, you know, a man presents himself, a, a man presents himself, that he should be, a, uh, maybe not care about it, but be aware of it. Yeah. Uh, it's like I was listening to this one guy. I forgot his name. Uh, he's Asian, but he's th- he talks with an Australian accent. So, you know, he got my attention right away. He, he uh, I'm not sure if I talked about this last week, but he said... When you walk into a room every time, adjust your posture because that can correct your first impression. And and I'm like, bro, even the little things, impressions matter. You're single. Asking yourself, are you single? Maybe you have some unattractive qualities right. that we're going to go into today. And again, we sometimes we can be harsh with you guys, with the men, but that's just because we just... We want you guys to genuinely be better, and I know, and I know it's kind of like a parent. Like at first, you're you're gonna be like, "Oh, I hate my mom because she tells me to don't let me be." Yeah. But later in the future, you'll be like, you know, I thank my mom because of all the things that she's that she told me not to do. Yeah, don't start calling us mommy though. We don't want that. But yeah, no. But but at the end of the day, uh, 
uh, as small of a platform as I have, I want to use whatever resources I have to encourage men to do better, to show them that there is a better way, to remind them that what they have been sold has been a lie, and to let them know that it's within them. Like, you you have it within you to be a good man, a good husband. I know so many men who struggle. I, I'm one of those men who, who have asked themselves, damn, why can't I just get it right? Yeah. Why can't I get it right? Why, why am I always messing up? Why, why are the little things always tripping me up? Bro, lack of discipline, lack of consistency, and lack of good role models. That's it. Exactly. And we're, we're your bros. We're your friends. Like, our DMs is always going to be open, especially for the men. We love yeah. you women, too, in a sister in a, fr- in a fraternal way. way. Yeah. We married. But, you know, you guys can talk to us. We're not going to judge you. Yeah. Actually, I do think I do have one message from a guy. Which one? One. One. I have, I think it's something along the lines of 700 messages in my DMs. And if 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 15 of those have been men, it's been a lot. Yeah. And many men have actually messaged me, but not with questions. They just say, bro, thank you so much for opening up my eyes, for showing me that there's a better way to be a husband. That's and that. And that that gets to me. That is that is what we're here for. Bro, that's that's for me. I'm like, you know what? You might feel good, but you just made my day. What we're doing is is I believe what we're doing is a work of God and an act of service. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because at the, at the end of it, again, I'm telling you, society as a whole, I'm not, in any country, society as a whole would be a utopia if men knew how to act like men. That is that is my, my the deal the 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 deal the hill that I would die on. That's yeah. the hill that I would die on. So, um, speaking of that, uh, today we're talking about unattractive qualities in men. Yeah, you know, we're talking about things that make you unattractive uh, to women, and obviously we can flip this to for women as well. But um, unattractive qualities, things that do not make you desirable that have nothing to do with your physicality. That and, for, is, and for the ones that are in the live, you know, if you guys want to share your own, what what you guys think is an, unattra- an unattractive quality, you guys can go ahead and share it also. Absolutely. You can go ahead and type it in here. Uh, again, this is not uh, one of those interactive live sessions, but I, I got the questions here. I'll read them. But, but yeah, we're talking about unattractive quality. So Oscar, what for you, just in general, in a general sense, what can be an unattractive quality? What does that represent for you? An unattractive quality is just a part of uh, your personality that you, I'm going to say that you can't really control, but you've made it your identity. And yeah. the uh, unattractive obviously means that it's not desirable. So it's obviously something that is not very, it's not a positive thing. Yeah. And I feel like uh, I want to be very specific here. This is not just for marriages. You can be an unattractive human being just because. Yeah. You're like, oh, this man, he can get, he don't get no maidens. No, that's not what it's about. Mm-hmm. It's it. Um, some of them are about marriage, and some of them are about you know relationships. But some of them are about friendships. Like there's there's people that might not want to be around you. Yeah. Because you're just not you. You have unattractive qualities to you, and they are not. The, the energy that you're giving out is not one that they are attracted to. They're unattracted by it. Exactly. So, go ahead, man. I mean, I got, you know, I got a few here. 
that we can dive into. This man's been waiting. He's been ready. Like, let me talk about these yeah, men. Let's talk about it. Let me talk about me real quick. Ooh. Oh. Let me talk about me. Oh. Nah. <laughs> Uh, I think one a big unattractive quality that men have nowadays is lazy. Laziness. I think that's something that has kind of diminished over like the course of time. Yeah. And maybe technology has something to do with it. Maybe it's just maybe it's that women are being too lenient on the men, or maybe it's the fact that now that women want to be in their masculine energy. Yeah. Men are kind of just taking the back seat and be like, okay, uh, since this is what you want to do, I'm gonna let you do it. Okay. So let's break down laziness. Okay, because there's, I feel like there's a lot of different branches that become unattractive. Right. And we can talk about them. Laziness. Let's talk about a man with no ambition. Mm. Lack of ambition in life. Which I have been told multiple times by women is the most unattractive quality in a man. No, I got the definition of lazy here just to like really like. Hone into it? Go ahead. Yeah, uh, Lazy is just, is unwilling to work. Or use energy. What type of woman wants to unite herself to that? Because don't get me wrong. They will find someone. Oh, yeah. There's always the one person. But unwilling to work or use energy. You know what? You, you know what that what that what that makes me think, especially the part that it says use energy. Yeah. It makes me think not only in the physical aspect of working, but you can be lazy to not want to hear your partner. Oh, like like. You can be lazy to the point that you know that where they're coming from is important for you to hear and necessary for you to hear. But you know that you even giving her an ear is going to mean that you have to put in the work to fix whatever she's talking or the, about. Or that you got to stop doing whatever you're doing. Like a scenario. We always go back to the video games. There's a guy sitting on the couch. I'm sitting on the couch. Right. Playing my game. I'm in my zone. You know, I'm the last one, man. I'm the last man standing in my squad. And she comes to me, getting home from work, and goes, Bay, I just had the worst day. Yeah. It's lazy to not want to hear because you're in your zone playing your game. And, you don't, and you're don't, you not willing to listen to your wife's day mm-hmm. because you're in your zone, you're playing your game, and it's too much work for you to just pause it yeah. and actively listen. That's true. But then that, that comes down to the priorities, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it comes out to, uh, it comes down to what am I willing to entertain am i willing to entertain myself my brain just uh reward versus uh what's what is it pleasure no no, no. something else but am i willing to reward myself with, without deserving it just sitting down on a video game which by the way again man play your video games play your games just don't use don't don't put it in the wrong spot and on the priority list and that's what we're talking about yeah Oh, we're talking about laziness. Exactly. Yeah. We're talking about laziness. And then your, your your wife comes to you, even if it's not a serious problem. Anything that's coming out of that woman's mouth should be important to you. Exactly. Anything. Uh, and, and then she's ta- talking to you about anything, and you have no intention at all of adjusting your focus. And when you do, you actively don't listen. It yeah. kind of just goes in through one year and then out through the other. Which isn't it funny how Hollywood has made that be like the trope for men? Mm-hmm. Like I've seen a comedy sketch where the guy's like, I've learned how to tune out. My wife tells me this, 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 and that. She goes off, and I just hear the centered things, the key points. Yeah. I heard I need to get milk, and I heard I need to go. And it's like, okay. And it's like the cheat code, guys. It's just nod your head. Exactly. And that's 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 wrong. Because at the end of the day, how do you see your wife? 
What 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 do you what does this woman represent to you? Does she represent a to do list for you? Because a lot of men see their woman as a to do list. Mm-hmm. Here she comes with what are we doing today? Here she comes with the list. And listen, my wife is, I'm gonna say she goes a little bit overboard with planning. She's a planner. She's a planner. Yeah. But you know why that's a good thing? I'm not. I, I I will just wing it sometimes. I'm like, all right, let's see how this goes. That's what you would have done with your trip, bro. Yo, can I just say, can I testify real quick? Let me testify real quick. Testify. My wife. For those of you who say that a woman, a good woman will not change a man, BS, and here's why. I have gone to the Dominican Republic four times in the past 10 years, which is, it's it's sad, honestly. I, I wanted to go more. I've been there twice with you. Really? Yeah. The mission trips. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, 2013 and 2015. And then I went on my honeymoon, 2018. 2013, 2015, 2018, I have waited almost to the last minute to finish packing. Last minute. I finished I pa- remember. Yeah. I, like, you were there like, bro, really? Where's your, where's your deodorant? I almost left my deodorant when I was going to DR the second time. And then... Fast forward to today, I finished packing last week, like and for a week that for a trip that happens next week. So two weeks in advance, the little things are like, oh, what are we missing here? Oh, we can take some sunscreen, things like that. But even those things, we have them here. They're just whatever. I'm proud of you. So, thank you. And there, and and that comes with also like that translates to like a level of comfortability because you were so sure of yourself that for example, like in the past, you were so sure of yourself that you were gonna get it done to yeah. a T the night before. And that's like the that's the ultimate goal to just get it done. Yeah. So many times men were just like, you know what? I'm just gonna get it done. And I don't care if it's like when she told me, I don't care if it's like an hour before she was gonna explode about it. I don't care. Like, but like, it's gonna get done. Relax. Yeah. And and you know, to, to some degree, I do advocate for flexibility in women when it comes to that. Because mm-hmm. I do understand or I am part of the the people who believe that if it's not going to matter, thirty-five minutes from now if it's not that big of an issue if these are if these are one of those fights that we're going to ask ourselves why did we start fighting in the first place Mm -hmm. it's like all right you can make your point but don't take it to a point where it becomes an argument it's going to get done and not everybody operates the same way however that is not justifying a lazy man because being a lazy man will have you you know fighting with your wife every time because you know that that yard had to get cut. Yeah. That grass had to get cut. You know that the bills had to get paid. And here's the thing. Your wife put the the money, the checks, and the bills in the envelope. All you had to do was go pay them. They closed the place down, and now you got to pay a late fee. No, yeah. Now you got to wait till the next day. I got to wait till the next day. And the reason you got to pay a late fee was because she told you five days ago, yo, babe, go pay the bills, please, while I go ahead and do something else because, you know. She is doing something. And then you go ahead. You wait for the five days to go by. Like, oh, crap, I got to rush. Boom. You go. It's closed. And now you got to be like, damn, I got to pay an extra $35 for some gas? For some gas? That's that? No. No. Being a lazy man is not, it's, it's not good. Yeah. And a, li- and a little 
a little Bible here, just Proverbs 13, 4 says, uh, the soul of a lazy man desires and has nothing, but the soul of a diligent shall be made rich. The lazy man desires what hardworking people want, house, food, vacations, money for college and retirement. But the lazy man's desires remains unsatisfied while the diligent gain wealth. Yeah, there's another Proverbs that I love that says the lazy per- man dies poor. Yeah. Just like that. And we all want money. We all want to we all want to be somebody. We all want to have that financial freedom. Exactly. And, you know, for the ones that are single, put that work in, bro. Do it. This is the right time. Honestly, if there's ever a good time, it's now. Yeah. There's not like we don't even gotta really talk about relationships. Like you a single man, you have all the time in the world, bro. Go get it. Take your time. That that's the beautiful thing about being single. You can take your time figuring yourself out. Exactly. You can take your time. And uh Branching off of laziness, like going in the same direction, another uh, unattractive quality that has to do with laziness is lack of ambition. What do you want to do in this life? Where do you see yourself? Your, yeah, your ambition. A man with no ambition is it, it both, both, you know, both men and women. Yeah, exactly. But since men, I believe, again, a lot of a lot of women disagree with me here. And quite frankly, I hear you, but I don't care. A lot of women disagree with me here. But men, in my opinion, and in God's opinion, by design, are designed to take the lead, are designed to take charge, are designed to be the head of the household. And that does not mean that he's better than the woman. No. That does not mean that that, that he goes before the woman in priority. It actually means the opposite. It means when the Bible talks about leadership, it talks about your 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 um willingness to put others before you. That's what that's what that really means. Your willingness to put others before you. Uh for example, Jesus was talking to the disciples. He's he was pointing out the Romans and he's like, "You see these men how they flaunt their power over people, right. how they flex their, their their positions and all that. Don't be like these men. That's not what a real leader is. A, a real leader is a man who puts others before him, who serves the most. He says in the kingdom, the greatest of, the, of these is the one who serves. Yeah. And then I ask myself, okay, are, are you a man who is willing to accept your design? Accept the fact that you are, uh, by design, a leader because you know where you're going to go. Mm-hmm. You know what your ambition is. I feel like every man has an innate sense, sense of, of ambition in him. And, and But I feel like there have been many things designed purposely because guess what? I believe this. Purposely to, to kind of mute that in us, to kind of like dampen the desire to actually go ahead and be a man who, who, um, who gets it. Uh, be a man who has vision. Men lack vision nowadays. Yeah, or if not, or if not, they they try to get. They have that ambition, but they have the they they want the wrong thing. They like, oh, I want to I want to have this this and that. Yeah. So I can like either get like I so like I like they they'll be like, oh, I want a house and I want a good paying job and I want a nice car, but their motives are wrong because they're like, oh, so that way I can get a woman that can you know right. And I remember I was at work one day. You know, he knows who he is. Shout out to him. He told me. He's like, oh, bro, uh, you're more mature than me. And I was like, why? And he goes, because you're, you're married. You got, you know, you got a house. You got this and that. And, you know, I'm single. And, you know, I have I just have my house and that's all. And I'm like, bro, 
just because I have these things don't mean that you're I'm more mature than you because at the end of the day, I started off really early, but look at you. You're paving right. the, you're paving the way for that future. You're technically more mature than me because you're trying to get out of this job, trying to get a stable job. You're building a house, which is a foundation. So when that right woman comes along, you're already ready for her. Exactly. And just so you know, ambition doesn't mean that you're going to be, you know, this entrepreneur. Right. Ambition doesn't mean that you're going to go out there, which I, you know, if you want to and it's in you, go for it. That's you owe it to yourself to actually do it. However, if you are working a regular nine to five, strive to for greatness even in there. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like if you are somebody who, you know, who's working, I don't know, in a warehouse and you're picking, like most of us have at certain points. Strive to be, if you want to be the, the you know, the, the, the boss of that department, strive for that. Strive for promotions. If not, strive to be the best one in there. Try to get, try to make rate as much as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. And if you find yourself unable to do that, chances are that's not where you're supposed to be. Exactly. We love to confuse um, uh, where we are for where we should be. Ambition is something that every man, every man should have. Some things that dampen ambition, complacency. Mm. Men can get, we can get, a, we can get very complacent sometimes. Very content. Exactly. We start to live life in the, which I am guilty of. I have done this quite a bit. We get. I'm guilty of letting myself getting caught in the wheels and in, in the gears of life, and just say, "Okay, this is how things are. This is how things are. This is how things are." But seldom do I say, "This is how things can be," and go after that. And that's something that even I have to correct, because at the end of the day, anybody, it's easy for anybody to just go, "Oh well, I'm working. I'm bringing money home, bro." It's surviving. Not, it's not about the money. It's not about surviving. It's not about uh, you know just living another day. What woman wants to tie herself with a man that's going to go ahead and not even know what his plans are for the future? Exactly. Because even if you if you want to stay working at your job, that's fine. What is your plan? What is your five-year plan on paper? Where do you want to be? What What are your retirement plans? What, what are your vacation plans? What are your business plans? What are you willing to provide for our future kids, if that's a conversation? Exactly. Like, is what you're making now enough if you have kids in the future? And there's nothing wrong with that. We, we, we often mistaken women... Asking these questions as like, oh, they gold diggers only interested in, in my pocket. No, at the end of the day, women, there's something that women want and that's security. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with security. If the roles were flipped, you know, you know, the little misogynist in me, you know, why would you not want a woman who takes care of her household? That's true. And that's not and that's not that's not me just, oh, looking out for a maid or I want to I want a mother as a wife. No. That's a sense of security that lets you know that, okay, if I'm not around for whatever reason, I know that my future kids will be okay with this woman. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Did you just say the little misogynist in me? Yeah, because, I mean, I don't want it to come off as like. That's crazy. As like, what? what? As, as that you are misogynist, and I got you. No, like, I, 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 don't want pe- I don't want people to be like, oh, you know, women, he only knows women for cleaning, because obviously no. But if right. we're looking at, you know, the whole history of time, hunting and gathering, and then. You know, I don't think that's misogynist, though, because at the end of the day, uh, again, I feel like there is certain things that are naturally born in us, certain things that are, you know, and I'm not saying that it's natural for a woman to want to clean a house. Because yeah. guess what? Nobody wants to do that. <laughs> and and, and if we take it to biblical terms. It was a man's do- job first to take care of the house. Well, there you go. You know, and then it, 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 there's a lot of things that we neglect, a lot of things. And 
that is also another unattractive quality in a man, neglecting what's around you. What are you neglecting? What are you not paying attention to? What does your priority list look like? Are you somebody who whose house is falling apart because you refuse to pick up a hammer? Do you know how to use a hammer? Do you do you refuse to learn how to use a hammer? Bro, I don't know if I should say this. You say it? I'm gonna say it. This is this is oh my god. This is our space. I have a friend who we were doing something. It was four men and him. And I was like, yo, bro, you want to go ahead and, you know, want to help out? You want to? He, he's like, oh, no, I don't want to learn how to do that. I know who you're talking about. I think we were installing a wall or something like that. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I don't want to learn how to do that. And I'm like, but 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 this is a good skill to learn. This is something you, that, you know. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, that, that doesn't interest me. And then I'm I like, what you're talking about. then I'm like, okay. So you're neglecting yourself. You're neglecting uh, things that can be handy for you in the future. Of course. And then you are, you're giving yourself a very big disadvantage in life if you refuse to learn. You know what? Let's talk about that. Neglecting yourself when it comes to learning a new skill. A man who cannot be educated is a man that you should stay away from. And that's always, it's either two things. It's either, like we said, laziness. Yeah. Or it's the ego. It's just somebody who's... Now imagine those two things mixed together. I, I mean, at that point, I don't think... I don't care. You can be the, the best looking man. That makes you instantly ugly, in my opinion. Because, again, you're refusing to learn. You're, you, you are refusing to learn. You, you, you give yourself... You, you give yourself... Some buffer space, right? You, you, I am one of those people that if I don't know how to do something, guess what? I'm going to do it. I, if I don't know how to do something, I'm going to get in there. I'm going to figure it out somehow. Exactly. YouTube is there. YouTube is there. Family members, family members, family members that know how to do it are there. And that's where the ego thing comes because so, some men get filled with like, with like jealousy or whatever. And they're like, oh, you know. Oh, look at him. He's so great because he can do this. Psh, I could do that. But then you you really can't because you you don't desire to learn. The one person the one person that could teach you how to do something is the one person that you're slightly envying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That you look at it like, yo, I want to be that person. Okay, come and learn. Nah. Not from you. Nah. Nah, not from you, bro. That's crazy. I'd rather pay an instructor. That is ridiculous. Just so, so I can say that I did it on my the own. The fact that you don't want to learn from somebody just because you don't like them. Bro, I've learned from people I don't like. We all have. Yeah. I know when I was teaching you how to play the piano, you didn't like me every day. No, I liked you. Oh. Well. Come on, bro. I guess I'm a likable person. That's a terrible example. I know. It's a, it's a horrible How many example. times? No, no. It's a good. <laughs> like, how many times have you entered a new job and your trainer eventually turns out to be somebody that you, like, at the job can't even look at because he's honestly he's a gossiper or because honestly every single time yeah every single time i've had a trainer it's happened yeah it's happened and it's like i I have to step back i'm like am i the problem is it me am i the one that's but then i'm like nah nah because the thing is i like to stay away from from all that type of stuff from drama i like to stay away from people who especially men yo Mm. (laughs) i'm gonna finish this point Staying away from those men who always are looking for problems, looking for issues, trying to, you know, one-up their ways 
mm-hmm. their way into leadership positions and jobs. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no reason for that, bro, at all. Like, be a man. That's what it is. Just, just be a man about certain things. Count, count on your own. Count on your own skill set and your and, and who you are to get you where you need to be. And if you don't have that skill set, learn it. Exactly. Just give yourself a winning chance in life, bro. There's the. Ego and arrogance will get you nowhere. Nope. It will get you nowhere. When people describe unattractive men, the first thing that comes out of their mouth, oh, they're so arrogant. And a lot of women say that without really knowing the man, without really knowing him, like first impression, like they dress good, they have a good haircut, they drive a nice car. Oh, he's so arrogant, bro. He just takes care of himself. What are you talking about? And he's trying to make a good first impression. Exactly. But then but then the real arrogant man who has all of that or maybe has none of that, but he he thinks that he's the best in the room. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with narcissism, which believes that they can do no wrong, but arrogance, which can learn from nobody, thinks he's the best in the room, thinks that he is above every single person that can ever try to teach them anything. That type of person, stay away from. Yeah. That's that's why it's so it's so hard for a lot of people to be humble because humbleness is what kills the ego. Yeah, humility kills the ego. Humility is what is what kills the ego. And and if you're a man who's listening to this and you're saying, Psh, "What are these men talking about?" Look yourself in the mirror. You might be the exact person that we're talking about. And again, this is not uh, for us telling you this is it. You're disqualified. No, this is us giving you another chance of reevaluating yourself, looking into the mirror, thinking better about how you go about life and just giving yourself a, a personality update that's all and and notice something notice that we're not here talking about materialistic things no we're not here talking about what makes men quality men not be in their cars their jobs or money or their houses absolutely not but the type of woman that they have on their shoulder bro we're here talking about the inner like we're here talking about the heart personality and the soul because that's really what makes that's really what attracts if you're here on this podcast trying to figure out how to attract the woman that's really the right way to attract the woman because at the end of the day mm-hmm. you having all the things that look good to the eye yeah you're going to attract the woman yeah definitely but you're not going to attract the wife say that again for the men see like some things are just too good to say S- twice say it again say it again <laughs> you're not going to attract the wife you're not you're going to if you have all these things if you're if your heart and soul are trash Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just be blunt. If your heart and soul are trash, but on the outside you look, you know, you have a nice car, you have a nice home, you have all, you have money, you have jewelry. You're gonna attract the woman, but you are not going to attract the wife. Exactly. And then at the end of the day, you end up attracting somebody that's not a wife. You end up making her a wife anyway, mm-hmm. and you end up wondering why marriage doesn't work. Then you end up wondering why all the materialistic things you had, you no longer have. Or, or you end up wondering why all the mat- all all the things you have were not enough, and then that's when the self evaluation starts, and that's when that's when you're like, oh, I have to be better now. Yeah. Now you want to go to the gym. Now you want to take care of your person. Have you have you ever heard of the saying, "Whatever you do to attract a person is what you're gonna have to do to keep them"? No, but that's that's insane. If you attract somebody because of what you have, that person will never be satiated with what you have. They're going to want more and more and mm-hmm. more. They see you with a nice car, and they see potential in you to get something nicer, right? Mm-hmm. Which, on the surface level, isn't really a bad thing, but the fact that they are attracted by your potential to get money and not by who you are, 
that's a bad thing. But if they're attracted by your person, that's something that you can do effortlessly. You know what's crazy? I seen a video a, a while ago. I, I'm not. I don't really watch football like that. Uh, but I remember a few years back. I don't remember. Maybe the people in the comment section will know. Um, there was this, there was this young athlete who was gonna get drafted by the NFL, right? Right. And you know he had his girlfriend there on the side, and he didn't get drafted, and his girlfriend left that same night, that same day. Bro, stop. She literally walked out of the room. When the draft was over and his name didn't get called, she walked out of the room. That's the type of thing that will land a man in in therapy if he decides to go to therapy. Again, you're not <laughs> you need to be careful who you call a wife, who you call a girl, bro, because she could have if he would have proposed to her before the draft, she probably would have said yes. Yeah. And then here's your ring back. I'm not gonna be with no deadbeat man. How did the wolf get in the house? He was dressed as a sheep. Son, as a grandma. son, son. Uh, that that breaks my heart, man. It really does break my heart because, again, a lot of men are seen for what they have, not for who they are. But you know whose fault that is? Men for flaunting what they have and not what they are. Not what they are. We're so busy on making the bag, so busy on getting money, so busy on 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 you know dressing nice. He promised an NFL career, probably. Do you know what that is? How can you promise that? That's a big promise. That's a tall order. Arrogance. And like, evil. oh, yeah, I'm going to be the quarterback. Bro, I'm going to be first-round pick. Son. Well, you was no pick. Even if you got picked, who said you're going to be <laughs> – how long have you been going to be on the bench for? I mean, they still get paid. but Yeah, I, but I, she, I wants, she wants to see her man play. Oh, that's my boo on the, on the field. Look I'm at boosting him. boosting her ego. Look at him. Look, he, he run all those yards. Ma'am, ma'am. This is, this is one of those things where I ask myself, what do you bring to the table? Because you got yourself a quarterback. What are you doing? Oh, you're a good mom? Kudos to you. Excellent. Bare minimum. Bare minimum. Ooh, they're not going to like that. They're not. But that's a whole different thing. That's a whole different thing. No, because to her, I can say that because she walked away from this man. There are women whose sole jobs are to be mothers to their kids, and they are the best women ever. But they don't expect their men to be a quarterback of national football leagues. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? Like, there has to be some type of balance here. Yeah. And guess what? A man who does not know how to make the difference between those two things, between those women, is going to be a man who fails in life. Yo, you know what's one of the most immediate, I cannot see you as a man anymore moments? What's that? A man who is a gossip. A gossiper? Yeah. A man. That's such a female thing. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think it's a female thing. It's a, I think it's an immature thing. Yeah, but who, it's do, an you, immature... who do you usually? No, when obviously... you see when you see a female doing it, it's like, okay, whatever. You know? Yeah. You know, you go to the salon, and that's what women are, you know, usually doing. Yeah. But then imagine walking to a barbershop and hearing, "Oh my God, did you hear what Robert did?" Bro, that's funny <laughs> because barbershops. Oh my gosh! <laughs> can you believe that Bobby just cheated on his wife? <gasps> Bro, you know what? As well, if I walk into a barbershop and they're not talking about how Errol Spence got knocked out by Crawford, I'm walking out. Bro, if I if I walk into a barbershop and they're not talking about how they got passed out drunk the last night, I'm walking out. I'm walking out. Because that haircut is not going to be A1. <laughs> Bro, your best haircut is going to come from a half-drunk Dominican at 10 o'clock in the morning. Listen to me. Listen to me. 
half drunk Dominican at ten o'clock in the morning will be the best haircut you ever get. <laughs> I don't care what they say. It's, if it's on a weekday too, forget the if it's on a weekday and that man has a couple presidentes in his system, bro, you're walking out. Your your wife is gonna be all over you. But with that being said, that's not even the type of gossip that I'm talking about. Go off, King. I'm talking about the type of gossip where, specifically in the workplace, mm-hmm. where for no reason they make things up about you just to make themselves look good. Elaborate, because I, I want to... All right. Let me talk from experience. It's the best teacher. Yeah, let me talk. When I was in my uh, recent job, not the one I have right now, I have to go through three months of training. And every two weeks, I'm assigned a different trainer. That's a lot of that's a lot of trainers. That's, yeah. And the first trainer I had, he didn't go through with the second week with me because he said, "Oh, he's not. Uh, what what were his words exactly? Oh, he's not picking up the pace. He's not where he has to be." And then the trainer I had after him for the whole week, he just he they told him that. They're like, oh, listen, this kid, apparently he doesn't know what he's doing, blah, blah, blah. He, 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 was, he just observed me for a whole week. He's like, bro, you're good. You're good to go. And I'm like, okay, why, why do you say that? He says, well, because the last guy, he was in there talking about a bunch of trash about you. And I don't know if I should tell you this, but they assigned you to me. And his words were, oh, do you want to train Johan while we get rid of him? No. Nah. And I'm like, that man playing with your money, bro. If you get in the way of my money, we're gonna have a problem. That <laughs> man playing with your beans, bro. <laughs> that sounds wrong. <laughs> what you mean he's playing with my beans, bro? bro it's, I'm sorry, it sounds better. It's I know, I know, I, bro. I'm just messing with you. I love, I love getting this man flustered. But um, but yeah, bro. He's like, oh yeah. He, but you know what? That doesn't surprise me. This is what really got me. It doesn't surprise me because he does this every time. And there's a reason he's his seniority was like number six out of like seventy two, and then I'm like, why do they give him priority? Why do they give him any say when they know that he's lying and he's gotten people fired because he doesn't like them? And then he's like, because the people that he talked to have the same uh, principles as he does. Mm-hmm. They're also a bunch of gossipers. They're also a bunch of people who talk crap about others. They also got into positions that they are that they are in because they brought other people down by riding the big boy ride. Exactly. If you are a man who has to bring other men down to get to where you are, you heard it here first. You're not a man. You're a child. You're a baby. Yeah, because that's that's so like, and not, and not even to get to where you are, but like, like I've se- I've seen scenarios where a man will talk to another man's wife. Like, oh, I can't believe you're with him, and they're so and and their qualities are so low that they result they were they result to 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 physical attributes like oh I could I could beat him up, yeah yeah man he's small I could I could fight him I could beat his ass why why was that like how does that affect the price of chicken in the supermarket is that an important thing to me should that it, matter it, to is, me is is that is that what gets you women out here sir what type of woman does that get you? That's a real question. Because it can. It can get you many women. Maybe. What type of woman does that get you? Again, a woman, but not a wife. You heard her here first. At the end of the day, we have to understand that being a man, being an attractive man, being somebody who can actually, you know, present himself as husband material has little to nothing to do 
with your physical attributes or what you have. Exactly. What is what does your character say about you? What do I always say? Some men have more money than character. And they have character. And that's going to be a shirt one day. It really will be. Or it will be in the book. Some men have more money than character. If you let your money speak for you, you have lost, my friend. Because money is very, very malleable. Not Malleable is not the word. It's it's easy to lose. Yeah, it's, you, it's hard to make, but easy to spend. Exactly. It goes as quick as you get it. And if, if, if it is something that is so easily gone, then that's your personality easily gone right there. Oof. Damn. Why are you relying on this resource, on this resource that can fail you, on this resource that you can poorly manage, on this resource that you can become addicted to? Why is that your personality? Because then what happens is when you get the when you get the woman and and if you're and if you're if God is graceful enough to bring you possibly a good woman, maybe to change your character because that can happen. Happen to me. What's gonna happen is that you're gonna make money, your woman and your God, to the point that you're going to end up losing her because your ambitions are not ambitions, your love for the money. Yeah, that's true. You got another one? Another one. Yeah. Let's talk about, let's talk about the counterproductive and repulsive trait where you, you know, you give up one self-respect and self-love to please others. Break it down to me. Basically, basically what this means is that you are willing to, you're basically willing to be someone that you're not to please others. Oh, like code switching personalities. Yep. Yeah, I don't like that. That means you're fake. That's all it really means. And, yeah, in small, in less words, that means you're fake. So you're saying, to put this into erudite terms, a very unattractive quality in a man is a lack of authenticity. Yes, sir. Being fake, not being who you, not being who you are, and I feel like that happens a lot now that we have social media. Yeah, a lot of men, you know, with you know the pictures and the posts, and you know they DM a girl and they say, "Oh, I do this. I got this going on for me," and then you know, in real life, they have none of none of that going on. Yeah, they put on a facade. They put on a facade, and that eventually it comes back to to bite them in the in the in the ass. Bro, imagine. Imagine having to live this fake life. Imagine putting on this fake life, this show. And then when it's time to show up, you got you don't you're not this person. Bro, I knew a guy that pretended to be a gang member to get a girl. Mind you, the girl was from the girl was from New York, so she was already she was she was already like, I guess you could say rough around the edges. Cause we all know, you know, people from New York. No offense. Don't see rough around the edges. The woman who watched The Bachelorette will come for you, bro. <laughs> but, okay, you know, a little more aggressive. Yeah. And this man protect, pretended to be a whole gang member. <laughs> to, <laughs> a whole gang member. Yo, if you're the man listening to this, please know we're not laughing with you. We're laughing at you. You're laughing this at me. This man said I'm a blood. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, yo, listen, listen. I find gangs so stupid, bro. The premise is I'm willing to die for this block, this land that I don't own. 
Yo. <laughs> that's, that's what being a gang is. How can you be so dumb to, to put your life on the line for a color? Bro, how are you afraid of a color, bro? Oh. <laughs> Yo, I was weak when I, I heard that. But the point is, like, he did he did Jeez, all that. God. He did all that. For a girl? For a girl. And he used to, he used to wear the color, too. <laughs> I'm like, bro, if, somebody, if a real gang member out here see you, you're going to get... Like you're gonna get beat up, you're gonna get finesse because because you wanted to impress a girl because you wanted her to think you were tough. I hope you get hit with a Rico case. <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on nobody, but <laughs> son, what is wrong with these people, bro? How do you nah? No, no. I'm I'm gonna gonna refrain myself from speaking any further on the subject because I'm just how why? Why? Man, be yourselves. Why? Listen. You're a value. You're a, you're a high value man. Just be yourself and don't 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 be afraid of, of what other men tell you because at the end of the day, most time is the men's that this is the men that want to be like you that exactly. will tell you that you're not you know you're soft or you know because you care for certain things or because you have a nine to five, bro. Don't let no don't let nobody devalue the way you live your life. As long as you're not stealing or hurting other people. What you're doing is valuable and it's honorable. And it's honorable. Okay. But but you know what? Also something I want to point out to you, if your purpose, if the purpose behind you being inauthentic is to attract a woman, just so you know, a woman that's worth it will notice right away that you're not being authentic. She will be like, what is this guy doing? What? And, and why is he trying to pretend to be somebody that he's not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the way that you talk, like you know, when you talk differently, you know when you act differently, even if you've never met that person. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? They tense up, you know. I mean, you, you if you're 20-something years old, 30-something years old, you've been this way for the whole of your life. You think one night you're going you're gonna to just be somebody else, somebody completely different? Yeah, but you know what? To put it in, in terms that maybe my brothers will understand, if you have to put on a performance every time, you are around people because you want them to like you. It shows lack of self-confidence. It shows lack of self-respect. And guess what? Putting on performances is tiring. Yeah. That eventually, you won't be able to keep up with it. You won't. But somewhere down the line, you won't be able to keep up. And that's a good thing because your authenticity, your, your authentic self will always be the one that shines through. Heath Ledger died because he was too much into into character. Damn. And this man would know. He has a Heath Ledger tattoo on the shoulder. And putting and putting that into this perspective, you're you're eventually that's eventually gonna die out. Being fake and being somebody that you're not, and sometimes it's not it's not even it's not even to your spouse. Maybe to your spouse or somebody you know. Maybe you're just trying to impress her parents. Yeah. Maybe you're trying to impress your colleagues. I mean, yeah, exactly. Be you, because that can be so draining. Imagine going to meet your your you know first impressions matter, but imagine you're you're somebody you dress a certain way, you speak a certain way. Imagine going to meet somebody of importance to your spouse, mm-hmm. and having to change to buy whole new clothes, or you know learning new words so you can say them. It's crazy. Or maybe even stopping yourself from even giving your opinion because you feel like your opinion is different from theirs. It again, it it shows a lack of confidence in yourself. 
you don't trust who you are. Mm-hmm. But but then you have to round it out and go to the point where you say, okay, is this worth it? You have to give yourself some value at some point because it tells me that you that you care more about what other people think about you yeah. than you than you yourself. And where's the integrity in that? Where's the honor in that? Where, where, where is the desire to be a good man just because? Forget about another woman. Forget about your friends. Forget about your family. Are you honoring yourself with with being who you are? Are you be, if you're being inauthentic, that is not going to play out well in any scenario. I don't care what scenario you're in. You're in. But just so you know, that does not attract the right person. The person that you do attract, who knows if they're being fake with you. A thousand percent goes full circle, really. Yeah. So before we get into the question, I got one more though. I got one more too. I got one that you hate. Well, you love to talk about, but you hate. Let me see. Let me see before you say. It. Maybe this is one that I'm thinking about. Maybe. Uh, yeah, but that's not what I was gonna say. We'll go with yours. We'll talk about that one too. That was very good. Listen. You're going to hear it from me because many men are not told this. In fact, they're told the contrary. To the right woman that will be your wife, the mother of your children, being a hoe is unattractive. Oh, damn. If you are a promiscuous man, if you are a man who does not care who he shares his body with, that is, in my opinion, the number one unattractive quality in a man. Let's talk about it, bro. Go ahead. Self-explanatory, really. <laughs> like, be your being a hoe. Put yourself in the in the woman's shoes that you're pursuing. How would you feel if you if the woman that you were after was a hoe? No, because you know what gets me: a woman who has a certain body count. Which, in my opinion, in my opinion, body counts are really irrelevant to a certain degree. To a certain degree. To a certain degree. Yeah, I was about to. No, was about like to don't argue. don't get me wrong, you know, but to a certain degree, if she has one person above you, you consider her to be a hoe. If she's talking to seven different men at one time, you consider her to be a hoe. But why is it okay for you to do it? What what makes it right for a man to be out here giving his body up to different women? Where I will always come to the same example. How long, how long would you last before you give your phone passcode to a person when you're dating? When you're dating? Yeah. Mm, I'd say maybe when we start living together. Start living together. I don't know right? how long that would take, but you know, I, yeah. I, I, however long that takes. Yeah. Start living together, right? Why is it okay? Why do you give your body up to somebody on the third date? Because you, because you have nothing else to offer. You know what I really think it is. That's true, and we can talk about that. I think that you do not respect your body. You do not see your body as something with value. You see your phone as something more to protect than your own body. And and you know, like there's just there's a lot of people out here. That's why nobody ever. That's why nobody ever really changes. Yeah. Because everybody's out here just playing hopscotch with your life. You're kind of just jumping from one place to another and avoiding the places you don't want to be. 
Yeah. It's a lot easier to jump from one body to another body because that doesn't build character. It does not. Bro, it devalues your character. It brings you it makes you less of a person in my opinion. If you're a man who's always sleeping around with different women, it shows me that you number one lack discipline. You lack restraint. Afraid of commitment. You're afraid of commitment because why are you why are you doing this? And for the woman, a quick parenthesis, stop giving wife privileges to men who are not your husbands. Stop it. Stop giving your body up every uh, on a one night stand with a man. Oh, I know that we're in the age of sexuality. We're in the age. Listen, that is honestly one of the worst things that could have happened in this country, in the Western Hemisphere. Because at the end of the day, you're not giving yourself the. It, that is just as spiritual as it is physical. A thousand percent. And then we wonder why we can't trust a man, can't trust a woman. Everybody that comes across our path, we, we always don't. Because we are so used to giving our bodies up. We're so used to, to not respecting ourselves. Bro, all that shows me, a man who does not, who, who cannot stay away from a woman, who cannot, like, not sleep around, is a man who does not respect himself. That's what it is. And, in un, and a man who cannot respect himself will, by definition, be incapable of respecting another woman. And that, and that, and that comes with, for the point, for the fact that he that eventually... Like I said one time, we are created to to we are created to men was created to be with women. Yeah, and for the when, when the time comes for you to want to desire that stability, and let's say you do find a woman that you know she wants the same things in life as you, and you also want to settle down with her, you're gonna have a rough time. Yeah, you're gonna have a rough time because again, you never developed your character. You don't know what being in a committed relationship is. No, all you know is come over, let's watch this movie, let the movie watch us, leave. Exactly. What what quality of relationship is that? You don't mean? even know how to communicate. You don't even know how to get to know somebody because you just got straight to the point. Yeah. That's you you don't know. Oh, what's your favorite color? Uh, that's childish. I'm sorry. Uh, what are your career? What is your career? Long term goals? You know, what do you you know? Do you have kids, etc.? Questions like this. You don't know how to communicate them because what, all you know. What scares you in life? What scares you in what, life? What gives you anxiety? How can, what do you want me, how do you want me to be if we ever go forth in relationships? There's some, there's so many serious questions that you guys can ask each other. What's your credit score? Why is it like that? Why are you how you are? What, what triggers you? What, what are your parents like? But again, Lack of character development, which means that when he gets asked those questions, he doesn't even know. Because he's lived his whole life. Just sex, sex, sex. From one body to the other. One body From to one another. body to the other. He, he's, prioritized, he's prioritized having sex with women so much that he that he he forgot about himself in the process. Yeah, and, and can we go a little bit deeper into that? As to, you know, the psychological reasoning behind why men do this? Sure, sex is great. Boom. That can get... Right out the window. That's fine. Who do you brag about that to? The gang. Not your girl. The gang. To your homies. Why are you trying to impress a group of men, brother? <laughs> there is how you say it. It's so funny. It's just it's just my question because at the end of the day, you're you know, you know, innately you know that that is not a good quality for a husband to have. That is not an attractive quality. And if your homeboys clap that for you, they're not your homeboys. There's, bro, culture around men and di- that has to change now, bro. It has to change. And then and then they're the same guys that when you do bring good news, something worth, you know, being proud of, you sense a little bit of hate in it. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of envy in it. It's like, bro, does, do, 
are you like talking about settling down? Bro, I just applied to college again. Why? Why? You didn't do it the first time. What makes you think you're going to do it now? Oh, you going to college so you could clap some cheeks, huh? Bro, I'm no. trying to get an education. An education, bro. You what? <laughs> Reminds bro, me. Bro, I bought I bought a I bought a car. Dang, it's a Mitsubishi. But it's cool though, I guess. There's always that backhanded comment, bro. Always. Oh, you're gonna get married? I mean, I guess you would be the first one to settle down. Same woman for the rest of your life? Dang. Couldn't be me. But then it's oh, bro, I just I just had a shorty over last night. My guy. Yeah, you dog. Mm-hmm. No, for real, you dog. Why? There's no... If you sit down from a logical... Take out all the emotions, part of it, all the bragging. From a logical point of view, from a man who at one point wants to be a husband and wants to be a father, and analyze what it means to be a promiscuous man, to be a hoe, you will understand... That there's no benefit in it at all. There's no benefit. Because if the excuse you're going to give me is, oh, how will I know if I'm good and bad? Bro, can I tell you something? One of the most beautiful things is when two inexperienced people come together and learn. Figure each other's bodies out. Because guess Mm -hmm. what? No two women are the same when it comes to sex. Like, you you can have one woman figured out. And the next person, you will do nothing right because you're applying the same techniques you've done to this other one, and then she's gonna look at you and like, bro, what are you doing? You know what's not fun? What? You ever seen somebody, somebody have an already complete puzzle piece tear it apart and do it again? Excuse me? <laughs> Having an already complete what pillowcase? Have you ever seen somebody buy an already complete puzzle? Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. That's crazy. No, I have not. The beauty of it is to get the puzzle together. And build it together. And build it and put all the pieces together. And have fun while you're while doing, you're doing it. it. In the problem. Like, you know that some pieces don't go there. You know, oh, where's it? You know. Oh, silly me. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that doesn't go there. <laughs> no, but that's the beauty of it. Exactly. Like, just figure it out together. It... When it comes to sex, there's a certain innocence to it when you're doing it for the first time with the right person, getting to know each other, that that innocence is one of the most beautiful things ever. But then, you know what the crazy thing is? When you're doing it, when you're doing it with all these different women, what is your main objective? Performance. Mm. Performance. Mm -hmm. You have to put up a performance every time. You have to make sure that you perform the best every time. You got to make sure, blah, blah. When you are somebody who is doing it for the right person, somebody who's doing it with the right person, performance isn't going to be the biggest thing on your mind. It's just not. The biggest thing on your mind, giving your all in that moment to the one that you love. So many men desire that, but they're afraid to admit it. Man, you on fire today, bro. Man, I'm sorry. It's just I'm. It's sad because I see my brothers every day putting on like what you said in the previous example, a facade. This is part of being an authentic to yourself. You, you, you're you're out here being a slut, a manhole, because other men told you that that's what you're supposed to do. And we don't talk about. We always talk about post nut clarity as yeah. like a you know a joke, but it's a real. joke, but it's real. Like you know, 
for the women, like when you leave that man's house, you think you think he's still chilling? No, a lot of times men just stay there, and they just kind of process the thought of like, okay, this is who I am. I'm not okay with who I am, but I guess this is who society wants me to be. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you have to understand, men have feelings, men have desires, men have just as many intricacies in his brain as you do. And although they themselves put themselves in that predicament, is the pressures of society to you know this is this is what a man is now. Right, right. You know, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this it was something that I just thought about. Have you you know the 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 stereotype that women are more complex than men, mm-hmm. in, internally, mentally. Right. I don't believe that to be true. I believe that women have allowed them their complexities to be spoken about. They have allowed their internal work workings to be exposed, and men have dampened that and covered it and recovered it and buried it under sex. Buried it under having sex with as many people as I can. Buried it with uh, trying to prove to everyone else that they are a man who can get it. And I'm the manliest man there is. Exactly. And I will tell you something right now. Being promiscuous is not manly. That is not manly. That is honestly symptom of a deeper issue. And it shows that you refuse to heal, which a uh, quick parenthesis, uh, somebody on the live asked earlier, uh, wh- why is it that men that man can't get over their exes? Let me tell you something right now. That's because that man refuses to heal. That man got into a relationship before he refused to heal. Before, not before he, before he healed. Before he was able to actually look at himself and say, you know what? Maybe I don't need to do this right now. Maybe I can take some time for myself. As you should find yourself out. And th- and th- this is the part. This is the part where we we gotta stop playing hopscotch. This is the part that we gotta, you know. You see that you see that 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 video game that it's a little guy with a big nose and he hops the little boxes and every time he gets on one it lights up. Yeah. It's okay to be on the box that doesn't light up. That's true. You don't got to be on the box that shines and and everybody sees how great you're doing. Stay in that stay in that dark box for a little about for a little while because then that dark box is where your character is going to get developed to figure out who you are, figure out what you like outside of women. Get into the day, just give yourself a chance. You never know. Give yourself a chance and you need a heal. But listen, stop romanticizing your wounds. Stop romanticizing your lack of healing. Oh, I'm this, uh, you know. I'm this lone wolf. I, I'm this. <laughs> I'm this lone wolf who who got who got betrayed once in my life, and you know what? I just don't trust anybody. And now I have this dark aura around me, bro. You just you just refuse to heal, and it's not attractive in the slightest, you know. But there's there's that. Let's get to this question, man. Let's get to this question. Yes, sir. So this is a bit of a, a wild card, but it's not a wild card, actually. It's very straightforward. Three-year three year boyfriend and I got into it. He told me his mother and his sister will always come first and that I will never change that. We don't have any kids, but I'm sure he will put them before me, too. I don't feel like a priority anymore. Should I leave? Yes. Should you leave? Absolutely. I'm not even going to... Are they just dating? Huh? Yeah, they're just dating. Yeah. I mean, you should leave. If a man tells you to your face that you will never be... You will never change that. (laughs) Bro. Tell him to marry his sister or his mom. Sorry. Straight up. No, straight up. (laughs) 
Straight up. We have this weird, which we can talk about this in another show. I know what that's like, to be honest. I, I'm I'm a mama's boy. I was raised by women most of the time. So my my sister and my mom. Ew. Your mama's boy? Now I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> my sister and my mom, they mean the world to me. But something that I've learned from, you know, this man right here is that it's all about the long game. It's all about the long term. And at the and at the end of the day, my sister and my mom will always be there for me. And they'll honestly always encourage me to always put my wife first. Right. Anyway, you know, I can only hope that they themselves and their husbands take care of them so I don't got to worry about it. And that way I can take care of my wife. Yeah. It was like my mom, for example, when we were kids, uh, she told us, me and my brother, like, listen, I'm taking care of you guys now. But there will come a moment, uh, a day that you have to take care of your wives, and she does not come before me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what you mean? Listen, do you see me putting your grandma before your father? And I'm like, nope. no. Do you see your father putting any one of his kids before me? Nope. No. We take care of each other, and you two benefit from the harmony that we create. And I'm like, yo, my mom was speaking facts. She was speaking. She was speaking that that truth, that truth, truth. <laughs> The Snapple facts. The Snapple facts, as Oscar likes to say. And it's it's a, at the end of the day, we have to understand, if this man had the gall of telling you, not only will you never come before his mother, but never before his sister, and you don't think he'll ever put your kids, he'll put you before his kids, that man is a walking red flag. A walking red flag. And don't get me wrong. It's not like it doesn't mean that for the men to stop loving your your family. It's just it's a different type of love. It's a different dynamic. You know, you love I love my mom for always being that provider for me, always being there for me, you know, had her her mishaps, but you know, she's my mom at the end of the day and she's done a lot more than I can explain on the, a little bit of the time that we have left on the podcast. Yeah. But it's a different dynamic. I love my mom forever, but at the same time when it comes to wifey, like that's who's that's not who's taking care of me now, but that's who we take care of each other. Yeah, and and, and you know what it is? It's just priorities, bro. Again, I was talking about this yesterday on on the live that I was doing. There are four different relationships: marriage, parents, friends, and your children. Mm-hmm. Your marriage is supposed to precede all of those because if you put any one of those before your marriage, they will all suffer. Right. So if you put your kids before your marriage. You're neglecting your wife, and the neglect for your wife or your husband is going to trickle down onto your kids, and your kids are going to notice that you're neglecting each other. Mm -hmm. And even if they don't notice it, they will feel the repercussions of it. If you put your friends before your wife or your husband, your friends are going to be number one, and your wife is going to have an issue with that, your husband is going to have an issue with that, because you don't sleep with your friends, hopefully. You don't go out with as much as your friends. You don't figure things out as much with with your friends as you do with your spouse. This is is who you live with. This is who you who you. This is who you said forever too. Exactly. And if you put your parents before your your spouse, goes to exactly what you just said. Your spouse is going to be the one next to you on a deathbed someday. Hopefully, Mm -hmm. it's most likely not going to be your parents. You said I do. That's the thing. Your parents didn't choose you, and you didn't choose your kids. You chose your spouse. So that is when they have to say I do to every day. And that does mean, yes, putting them before anyone else. I think that's a wrap for today, man. Unless you have anything else to say. I have nothing to say. I just, this was an uncomfortable conversation for really probably was. many. It really was. We appreciate everybody who engaged on the live. We appreciate everybody who's listening. Um, we're on the road to 400, man. Hey, that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, 
I really do believe that you guys are going to benefit a lot from this. Uh, if you want to listen to this podcast, somebody asked me on the live if we're going to save this podcast. This live? Well, this live. Yes or no, we're not going to save this live, but this podcast will be up live next Thursday. Next, ne- next, yeah. Next Wednesday at midnight, basically. Eastern yeah. Standard Time, Thursday at midnight. That's when it's going to be up. So, in the meantime, there's a new episode that dropped today. Yes. Called Insecurities. Go check that out. And if you want to donate to the podcast so that we can get this up and running with a much bigger production, link in bio. Love you guys. And, you know, stay uncomfortable.